Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Life Reborn podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. And this is a podcast where I share my story of my spiritual reactivation, of working through my shadows to align myself to my authentic path, to align myself to my soul's path here on this earth, and just living a life with purpose and living life with intention. And I thank you for tuning in. I just want to remind you that if you are inspired by the messages that I share, if you rate and review this podcast and subscribe on iTunes and screenshot that to me and email it to lifereborn at JacquelinePage.com, you'll be entered into a drawing for a distant energy healing session. I will be doing the drawing on the episode that comes out on the week of Memorial Day week. And so just stay tuned for that. Today's episode is going to talk about finding my gift as an energy healer and tuning into energy and seeing the impact that energy has not only on myself, but even the environment that we live in. And if you have not tuned in yet, go ahead and listen to last week's episode that's titled Everything Has Energy because it kind of just gives you a preview for understanding this episode more and understanding the impact that I realized that energy has. And I just want to emphasize that I'm not, how should I put this? I'm not special in the gifts that I have been given. We all have these gifts. We all have these abilities the ability to tune in to our energy and tune into the frequencies of our energy. And so I just want to I just want to show you this. If you're driving, please just listen to this and maybe try it when you are stopped or when you are at home or somewhere where it's safe to do this. But just go ahead and rub your hands together as fast as you can and just start activating the energy in your hands. Faster, faster, faster. Warming up your hands. And then just start pulling them apart like a magnet. That's energy. That's what I'm talking about. You can feel it in between your hands. And if you want to take this a step further, start at the crown of your head and take your hands and just slowly scan them over your body and just notice. Just observe. Maybe some parts you feel more energy. Maybe some parts of your body, there isn't any energy. Maybe you got a message at a certain point. Maybe you got an emotion at a certain point. That's the energy that I'm talking about. That's the magic that happens when you tune into your energy. And so today's episode, I just wanted to share how I came to this revelation. And obviously last episode really goes into more detail about everything, but more specifically on my gifts as an energy healer. And when I mean energy healer, you might be more familiar with the term Reiki healing. So when I say energy healing, it it means kind of the same thing in some ways. And in my story, I'll, I'll go into more details about, about why I don't call it Reiki. But the energy that you just felt right now, when we allow ourselves to let go, let go of judgments, let go of stigmas that we might have around energy and Reiki healing and it being taboo or it being magic or witchy or whatever, whatever preconceived notions that you have about it, when you start to let that go and shed all of that programming that we've been conditioned to believe about energy, you really start to see how it can flow and transform, transform your mind, transform your body, transform your, your spirit within, transform your life truly for the better. And if you follow me on Instagram, I know that I sound like a broken record of my life being a complete 180. And I 
have transformed from the inside out and truly just loving the life that I have and being so grateful for everything in my life that I've been given, that I've been gifted with, that even the struggles that I felt like I had, they all had a purpose and they all had a meaning. And when you start to allow yourself to just sit with those ideas, this energy can flow. And when we surrender and allow this energy to flow, you truly start to see the restoration that it can have, bringing balance and bringing harmony within. And, but let me just backtrack a little bit because before I noticed the amazing impact that it can have on me, I first realized the blocks that I was having. And if you listen to my first episode, you know that I had a pretty rough postpartum journey after having William, um, really just going through a very dark time. And, and that's when I was at my rock bottom and I only had the choice of dealing with my emotions and confronting them and understanding them. And within, within that, I started to dissect my birth experience and why I couldn't give birth to William vaginally and why I ended up needing a C-section because I was planning a home birth and trust me, I spent many, 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 many hours pushing as hard as I could with everything that I had and just trusting that it was going to be okay. And And it's weird because before we had this home birth, my husband was hesitant and skeptical of like something going wrong and not being at a hospital. But going into my birth, I just had this knowing that everything was going to be okay. I just, I just trusted. I, I don't know. And maybe it was me subconsciously knowing that everything would be okay in respect that William came out healthy, was okay. I was okay. And we had interventions that were needed and we went through with them. But when I was processing my birth with my doula afterwards and we were talking about my birth through the third person, she first gave me notes, or I don't know if it was first or afterwards, but she gave me notes that she took with her timeline of the progression of my labor and birth. And one thing that she was sharing with me was that at one point that I was pushing and she was examining me to see what was going on, if he was getting caught on like a certain lip in there, if he was turned a certain way. So as I was pushing, she she said that she felt my whole uterus coming down with him and that my dilation had retreated back to zero, even though I was at full dilation. And she was like, I had never seen that before. And like, I touched this little dimple and like you fluttered back open and your dilation came open. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And that's kind of where I took it at that. But then as I started to proceed on my healing journey and really look at the meaning of everything and really focusing on understanding the chakras and the energetic blocks that I had within, I realized that I had a huge block in my sacral chakra. And if you're not familiar with the chakras, that's just like your pelvic region, your sensuality, your reproductive organs. It holds like creativity, sensuality, your self-worth. And I, I realized as I was you know, going through all of this shadow work, I realized that I had very little self-worth. I had very little self-worth that I could do anything great in this life besides a typical teacher. And if you're a teacher, I'm nothing against that. But if you listen to the first episode, I felt like I chose that path because it was safe for me and in my journey. I mean, yes, I loved it. And at the time I felt a call to it, but I didn't allow my creativity to flow. As a teacher, I felt like I was very type A. I was very structured. I was very rigid in my planning of all of that. I mean, when I worked with students, I felt like I had great relationships and my creativity would flow there. But I felt like I was blocking a lot of creativity that I have within because I didn't believe in myself. 
And that in conjunction with having a miscarriage that I never processed, I felt like I had pain and trauma in my sacral chakra and the trauma from, you know, my childhood of of believing that I wasn't worthy of greatness was all held in my sacral chakra. And when you don't take the time to process and you don't take the time to heal, the energy just manifests there. The pain manifests there. The trauma manifests there and it's stuck and it can't be released. And there's different ways to work through releasing energy, getting physical activity that focuses on on that area, doing certain yoga poses and exercises and stretches that allow me to physically move that part of my body to release that energy, to do meditations that focus on healing that, to get energy healing work, Reiki healing work done, to focus on that energy to release. And I think it was a lot of things tied in together that was holding William there. He could not physically move through that spot in my body because of this energetic block that I had there from all of these things. And when I realized this, first I looked into getting an energy healing session done right away. And the first thing she noticed was that I had a huge block there and I had so much energy just held in there that needed to be released. And two, it gave me the awareness of the impact that energy can have and the awareness of not processing our feelings. And when we are so quick to brush off and move on and not fully allow ourselves to feel, That's those are the things that can happen. It manifests in your body in different ways. Your body is a huge communicator to you, letting you know different things. If you suffer from, I don't know, indigestion, that's your your solar plexus chakra, you know, what's going on there. If you suffer from, I'm, I'm drawing blanks right now. Maybe as I talk, think more things will flow, but your body is communicating to you different things that might be happening. That's telling you, Hey, I need help in this area. Hey, I need you to eat this way to help me process or to help me release or to cleanse. I need you to work out this way to help me process and release. I need you to connect within. I need you to heal this pain. And I think that we're so quick to find ways to numb ourselves from pain, whether it be soothing with food, soothing with watching TV, soothing with alcohol, soothing with scrolling mindlessly through Instagram or social media, maybe binge watching shows at a time where you just check out and use those tools as a way to soothe your pain rather than confronting what's going on. Because as soon as I started really sitting with my emotions and my pain and my feelings, I noticed that my relationship with food started to change. I relied heavily on junk food to help me self-soothe instead of confronting what I was going through. Or I've noticed when I tend to have a little more anxiety a certain day or just, I don't know, off feelings, I pick up my phone and want to scroll through social media and I started to realize, okay, wait, why am I doing that? Why am I, why am I feeling the need to check out right now? What's going on within? And it's really been transformational in my healing journey to one, confront my emotions because I feel like a lot of my life, I didn't want to feel. I don't know for whatever reason if I was programmed to like think that way or if it's just my personality with who I am that I have a harder time confronting my feelings. But when I, I let go and allowed myself to feel, allowed myself to heal, when I allowed myself to receive healing energy, I felt the impact physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And it's been amazing. And and here's another story. 
if, uh, I don't know, you just, you're needing a little more <laughs> validation. I had a friend who was very allergic to fructose, onions, anything with fructose, carrots, and this allergy is something that was new for her in her adult life. She hadn't always lived with this allergy. And when she ate those things, she had this excruciating pain in her stomach. She ex explained it as knives, like just scraping the inside of her stomach. And it, it wasn't just eating those things. It, if the spices were used. If it was cooked on, um, you know, like prepackaged with it, but taken out, it could still have that effect. And she had been at a conference and a situation came up where she was kind of having a rough time, you know, emotionally just, or tired or had a headache. I can't remember the, the exact specifics, but this friend of hers was asking her what, what was going on? What about, oh, they were at a dinner and everything that was on the menu either had onions or something with fructose. And then they brought her her meal and it even though she asked for it to be separated, it still wasn't. And she decided to call it in, call it a night and like head home. And this gentleman was asking her what was going on. And as he was doing this, he started tapping certain points on her body. And I'm not as familiar with tapping. It's something that I'm still wanting to research and learn more about. But as she's tapping, he's like, what, where, where do you think that this allergy came from? Why do you think that it's here? You haven't always had it. What are you holding on to? What are you not letting go of? What's going on within you? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I can't think of anything. And then it, it hit her. She had had a miscarriage later on through her pregnancy. And she already knew that she was having a girl. And she blamed herself for this miscarriage and lived with that guilt and that pain ever since it happened and never forgave herself or never allowed herself to heal because of the blame that she placed on herself. And she said that she had this breakthrough. She, I mean, the hardest that she's ever cried and released that and let that go. And from that day on, she has not had the allergy to fructose. She's able to eat onions, eat carrots, not have to worry about what's spices being used, what's in the ingredients on this label. She can live a life with freedom of eating because she confronted her pain and allowed herself to feel the feelings that she was having and let them go. And that's what I'm talking about when how energy can affect us when we don't process, when we don't allow ourselves to feel, we hold it within and it either manifests in pain, in disease, in trauma. And another connection with that, she was having her allergy, her reaction in her stomach which is where she carried the baby. That's where you're pregnant, you know, in that area of your body. Just look at that connection. She was holding the pain physically where the pain happened emotionally. And this is where energy healing can come in to help. This is where meditation, energy healing meditation can help to heal. This is where we need to create a safe space for ourselves to process and heal our emotions. And it was little things like this that brought me to the realization that healing can happen with energy. So I decided to delve into Reiki. It had been in my sphere. And when I say sphere, I just, it kind of kept coming up here and there. I don't know if it's because I was more aware of it or I was just hearing it more often. But when I say it came into my sphere, I just felt like it was more prominent throughout my day. I would see it on Instagram. I would, I don't, how else would I hear about it? I don't know, podcasts, in conversation with people. I just started to hear about Reiki more and more. And so I decided to get Reiki certified. I was hesitant and I'm like, oh, what? why am I not just going for it? Let me just 
let's just do it. Why not? So I started to, I started on my journey of getting certified for Reiki healing. And let me just tell you a side note. I don't know if I've already mentioned this. I think I did. I am a researcher. I hear about a topic and if it piques my interest, I go, I dive deep and I research as much as I can because I love to learn. With that being said, when I first started delving into spirituality and and hearing about all of this, I went through this rabbit hole of researching about Reiki, about astrology, about human design, about Akashic Record reading, about tarot cards, about psyche healing. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I was just so consumed with all of these different things and which one do I relate to and which one am I called to? And I just want to learn all of what I can about this subject, but there was just so much coming at me at once that it was almost a little overwhelming because I wanted to know everything that there was in each one of these things that are really so intricate in their own sphere alone. I mean, someone, uh, Ashley Wood described these as languages, that each one of these is a different language. And you wouldn't expect yourself to learn multiple languages at once. You know, give yourself grace. Some people have more of a connection to each of these branches of spirituality. And I guess I was just trying to find the one that I was being called to. So, Anyways, I started being called to Reiki and getting the certification. And as I started this training, I think I got so caught up in certain hand movements and certain placements that the hand needs to go to that I wasn't listening within and I wasn't connecting to my intuition where the energy needed to be healed or where there were certain blocks or where there was an imbalance of energy. And I wasn't listening to myself. So I stopped the certification and I just started practicing with listening to my own intuition. So this is why I call it intuitive energy healing because intuitively I'm listening to my gifts because I truly believe that yes, we all have the ability to use this energy, but I feel more called to this because I feel like this is truly my gift that I've been given not only in this lifetime, but past lifetimes. And as I've been working through meditations and going through like deep hypnosis meditations, I was connected to a past life that I've had. And I had a vision that I was in Western times and I was a healer. And I saw myself concocting little glass jars of herbs and and oils and healing tools to give out to people. And it's so funny because as I had that vision, that vision, it was like I was having deja vu with my current life because I've been, you know, so intrigued by essential oils for a while now. And people are like, oh, I have this pain. Oh, I'm like, oh, let me make you a essential oil mix that will help with that. Oh, you're having allergies. Let me make an essential oil mix to help with that. Oh, your baby's teething. Let me make an essential oil to help with that. And it was like, I saw this parallel from this past life to this life and how it was all interconnecting. And it was really such a magical like vision because it was, I don't even know how to describe it. What up in that moment, it was like, I was seeing this movie, but living it at the same time because I had already lived it in a past life and I'm currently living it now. And I just saw this overarching like purpose of these gifts that I've been given. And I don't know, I, it's, I, I can't even put into words. It's really hard anyways. So as soon as I tapped into the fact that I knew I was an energy healer, in a past life, it was almost like I gave myself permission to believe in myself. Like I needed this validation because that was something that I, I have shadow work to, to work on is, you know, needing validation outside validation and not getting the validation within. And as soon as I allowed myself to believe that and believe in myself, it was like my gift flowed through me and I used it 
any time that I could. I would do energy healing on myself whenever I had aches and pains, helping heal my physical and emotional trauma from birth and labor, healing when I've just been carrying William for too long and my back hurts or just when I'm feeling imbalanced, I heal myself. And then I started to explore more. I give energy and like pray over my food before I even eat it with the intention that it like nourishing my body, my mind and my soul, bringing the minerals and nutrients that I need within. And then even sometimes after I eat, just placing my hands on my stomach and giving healing on my digestion because I'm still working through figuring out what is best for my digestion and going through all of that. And I think, side note, I think I have a lot of digestion issues because I think it connects to my past life of when I was a healer in that Western time, because in that vision, I saw myself get poisoned and that's how I died in that life. And I don't know if it's because my soul is not recognizing that this is a different life or if I'm still carrying that trauma of like being poisoned. And that's why I had such digestion issues. But anyways, I started using healing on any, any moment that I could on my plants that were just not thriving and needed love and healing I would give healing on William when he's having a rough day I would check his chakras and balance them out when he was napping or even when I'm rocking him now and trying to get him to sleep and he's upset I just I envision my like energy flowing from the earth through my hands to him and allowing him to just let go and receive this love or my my dog has a heart murmur and I've been using my healing on her. My husband will hurt himself somehow and ask me to, to do my healing on him. And it's just, I don't know, it's just a part of my everyday now. And and I also used this this gift to heal energetically. I started realizing that when I'm in these deep hypnosis meditations and bringing up a certain memory that I need extra love or need to be reprogrammed, I send this energy, this, this healing energy that I've tapped into to that past memory and allow myself to receive the love and to receive the healing that I need in that moment and reprogramming that memory with that new energy and that new healing. And that's where you start rewiring your subconscious. When you start doing this enough times, as many times as needed, you start to reprogram your subconscious to believe that that new memory with the new energy healing is what really happened. And then that ripple effect, you know, changes those neural pathways for you to subconsciously believe that that is your new memory. So then you start to shift your energy, you shift your magnetism and your frequency and then you start living with a higher vibration and then you start to attract love and positivity and things that you're manifesting in your life and so do you see this do you see this beautiful path of the power of energy and let's say I've had a fight with my husband and it was I don't know either either a tiff or a bad fight I sit and I meditate and I send healing back to that moment and I, I repair it with love. Or if I made a decision that I not necessarily regret, but wish would have gone differently, I send healing to that moment to allow myself forgiveness and release that pain or shame or blame that I'm carrying or let's say there's a future event that I might be a little nervous about or maybe a topic that I want to talk to Jeremy about but we don't see eye to eye so before I even confront it or approach it I send healing love and positivity and peace and serenity and respect to that moment before we even get there I don't know. I'm just, I'm blown away with the power that energy can have when we allow ourselves to believe in it and allow ourselves to open up and use it, use it in this beautiful way. 
it's it's amazing to see the impact that healing energy can have and this this impact that I can have on myself but but also for other people I just I tapped into this and I just want to help so many people and that's why I started my business and with that being said as I started to tap into my gifts and tap into my intuition you open yourself up because you kind of have to well, not kind of, you have to be open to receive these messages. You, you need to open up your third eye, open up your heart, open up your awareness, your subconscious to allow these messages to flow through, whether it be a message that you're hearing or a message that you keep getting repeating numbers over and over or a certain animal that you keep seeing that might be a message for you or a certain dream that you're seeing that might be a message for you. As you open yourself up, you become brighter in the world. You become this light. You become, it's almost like you attract all energy to you. And I started having sleep paralysis more often when I started connecting to my intuition. And I think it was because one, spirits were drawn to me being a light and maybe in just curious or maybe needing to wanting a way to go to the other side and be released whatever it whatever it is I started to realize that I was opening myself up to see things that I may not have or definitely didn't see before and at first I'm not gonna lie it frightened me seeing spirits feeling their energy having the sleep paralysis, it did scare me. I feel like I tried to play it off like I wasn't scared, but deep down, it always happened when it was dark and I'd get really scared. <laughs> I mean, that's just, we were programmed to to fear these things, ghosts, spirits, all these horror movies that you watch on TV that our imagination starts going and our imagination is connected to horror movies rather than what's really there. And so I just want to, mentioned that I had to start protecting my energy as I opened myself up as a healer, as I opened myself up to these modalities, I had to start being very diligent and protecting my energy and being selective on what I allow in. And I'll make an episode that goes into more details about how I protect my energy. And I think I've already said I was going to do that. So the next episode that I release will be about how I protect my energy And once I started a certain routine, I haven't had a sleep paralysis since. So I will release that next week. But going back to using this energy to heal, I realized the power that it has. I realized the gifts that I have. And there was no denying that this is my path. There was no more denying that this is just a little side thing that I post meditations on YouTube. No, this this was going to be, this is my new life. This is my calling. And this is my new path. And I decided to start my business. And actually, I have to say, I didn't decide to start my business. I had already decided to start my business before I really tapped into my gifts. But now I know why I had that hunch to start my business. At first, it was just going to be meditation business and posting meditations that you can buy for purchase and allowing, um, not allowing, giving meditation coaching services that allows one-on-one coaching to create meditations that are specifically geared towards you. I was going to do classes, like meditation classes where you can come and get a guided meditation. I would go to like corporate events or small groups and do meditations that way. So the business that I originally had envisioned was just meditation. And then I came along the path of yoga. And it was about the time that I had found yoga that I had really started to gear my focus on wanting to use meditation, coaching, and yoga to help women in their postpartum journey with healing. When I was going through my 
my postpartum journey of healing, I had really honed in on the fact that there was a purpose for my trauma, my birth trauma, and a purpose for the healing that I was needing to go through because I was already a school counselor and I was like, well, maybe I can go into counseling with this. So I was already, I was already unveiling this, this gift, but I just, I didn't have my focus in the right spot yet. Oh, I shouldn't say my focus. My focus was in the right spot. I just wasn't clear on the channel that I was going to be helping women in their postpartum healing, maybe pregnancy loss, even now I've come to this realization now, but even helping newborns with their trauma because people don't realize it, but when a baby is in the, in the womb, when it's still a fetus, it's cozy and warm and surrounded by just this peaceful liquid that just gives them harmony and they hear your voice. And as you walk, they're rocked. And then all of that changes quite suddenly. And they may be stuck in the birth canal for hours while you're pushing. And then they're brought into this world with maybe bright lights and it's cold. And that's pretty traumatic for a newborn, for an infant. And allowing them to heal to heal that as well. And so when I had found yoga, it was it while well, I'm still currently going through it, it's a therapeutic yoga certification. And the reason why I was called to it, to this training in particular, is because we don't just learn about yoga. We learn about so much encompassing yoga, the spirituality of it, connecting to the mindfulness of it, the therapeutic aspect of it, of of helping people with physical limitations. And that's another reason why I was really called to this is because the physical therapist gave me exercises, but I never got into a routine of doing them. And I noticed that if I incorporated them into a yoga sequence, I felt not only physical healing, but emotional healing with that. And and using those in conjunction together. So whenever I found yoga, I was I was really set on this helping my business, on this meditation practice, on this meditation business of helping women and, and everyone in general with their healing journey. And I was like, well, I can create the meditations and then I can create yoga sequences to work in conjunction with those. And when it's funny because whenever I was launching my business, I had only had the meditation coaching, the offsite meditation services, the packages, and the classes that I was giving in person. And everything was set up. And the only thing that I had to add was this zip file for one of the packages that I was selling, and it wouldn't upload it would get to 10% and it wouldn't upload. And it took, it, it was almost like God was giving me the sign that I was, I was missing something that I wasn't quite understanding fully bef- something before I launched my business and through meditation and revelations and God using that little upload bar as a meter of me understanding because anytime I would come to realization, it would upload a little bit more, but then it wouldn't fully go. And then I would come to another realization. I, I put on, I was like, okay, I'm cutting myself short here. I'm cutting my gift short. I'll put on distant energy healing. And so I added a section for distant energy healing and it got up to like 90% and it stopped and it wouldn't go any further. And it was because I was not feeling worthy in my gifts. I was not feeling confident in my gifts. I wasn't truly sure of myself and the gifts that I could, I that I was that I've been given. And so, I made a phone call to the owner of the studio that I was doing the meditations for, 
and working out a, a way to do in-person energy healing there and then also changing my meditation class to a meditation with energy healing. And as soon as I just released that fear and let go and trusted in myself and the process, the zip file downloaded 100%. And so it was just a validation that I guess I was needing that this, this isn't me. I am a vessel of this gift. I've been gifted this ability to use energy to heal profoundly. And I've seen the beautiful impact that it has right away on people. And I knew that not only on other people, but on myself, I knew that I had to share this with the world. I knew that this, that this was it, that this is that I'm aligning with my soul's purpose, that I'm reconnecting to my soul's purpose of maybe each lifetime that I come back, I'm a healer and I'm meant to heal and I'm meant to make this impact on other people and open their eyes to the ability that energy can have, the positive impact that when we just surrender and release and let go and allow the healing to flow, the balance and harmony and peace that it can bring with us. And I think my unique gift with this is my ability to help people go into deep relaxation through meditation. Because I use the components of meditation with the energy healing. As I'm guiding you into grounding, I'm sending that grounding energy to you. And just, and throughout it, I, I really use my words to help guide me, not only to guide you into or other people into this meditation, but to guide my energy. And it's funny because some people may be hesitant to do energy, distant energy healing, which is basically we have a phone conference and I guide you into meditation and then we hang up the phone and I continue the energy healing and then I call you back and debrief with you on my findings. And it's almost like that is more powerful than in person because I'm a visual person and I like to talk through things. And when I'm off the phone with someone or when it's distant, I talk through, I talk through the whole session. I verbally send the energy and it's almost like that's more impactful because when I'm in person maybe I'm just a little like self-conscious about that and I don't do it as much I do it in my head but I feel I don't know I feel the connection either way in person or over the phone it's it's so profound and I hope that people start allowing this healing in their lives I hope people become open to receive this love and to receive this healing and find themselves worthy enough to accept it. And if you're curious about the services that I give, you can head to my website, www.tracklandpage.com. And I'll definitely leave this in the show notes, but I, I can book sessions through distant energy healing. So maybe you're not in the San Antonio area, or maybe you're just, you know, um, not quite comfortable with in-person yet. And maybe this could be like a stepping stone for you, or maybe you just feel comfortable staying in your own space. And that is perfectly fine too. If you are wanting to do in person, um, we can also book that as well. I, I do, I meet at a studio to do the in-person. I don't have my own space. So I'm using the studio that I, that I, hold my meditation classes with. And maybe you're not ready to take that step yet and do full on a whole session of energy healing. I encourage you I encourage you to check out my meditation classes. The last Sunday of every month, I host a guided meditation with energy healing and it's kind of like just cleansing your aura, balancing out your energy, um, and the studio that I, I'm at, she also has crystal sound bowls. So at the end, I give you a sound bath to just really fully cleanse. And it's really a beautiful, a beautiful class. 
And if you're not in the San Antonio area or just not able to make it out to a studio, the second Wednesday of every month, I do a guided meditation with energy healing online. So the second Wednesday of every month at 7.30 for 30 minutes. I say 30 minutes, but I, you know, I wait and I do a little intro, um, wait for people to get logged on, and then I start. So it may go over 30 minutes a little bit. And then I send you the recording after so you can have that meditation to keep. And if you're not able to make the live version, I still send you the guided meditation and the energy even after the class is still impactful. It's still profound. The energy is still there. As soon as you buy that class, it's like the energy is held for you. It feels your commitment to your self-care and it holds that space for you no matter when you do it. And even if you continue to do it afterwards. So I encourage you to just test out the waters if you're if you're brand new to this and you just are not sure of booking a session yet and not ready to make that commitment check those out because i i definitely think that you'll see the impact that it can have for you and even if you're not ready to fully commit to the classes or purchasing a meditation um, cause even the meditations that I have on the website incorporate energy healing. I post free meditations that are anywhere from five to nine ish minutes. I was posting them on YouTube, but I'm going to be transitioning those over to the podcast as well. So every other Monday I will be posting a free energy healing meditation the other Monday, I will be posting one that you can purchase that'll be longer, anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, that will be on my website for purchase as well. And I just wanted to read a testimony that someone sent me after our distant energy healing and just, just leave you with these words of, of the magic that happened in the session. And I'm going to leave my client's name anonymous, but... It says, I've spent the past four hours trying to organize my thoughts enough to explain the experience I had with Jacqueline tonight during our Reiki healing session. Five months ago, I was admitted to the hospital for the third time for several different issues, except this time it was different. This time I wasn't told that the issues were easy to fix or that the recovery time would be fast. Instead, this time I was told that I had a long road ahead of me and would have to learn how to adjust to life with my new normal. 33 days went by as an inpatient, and towards the end, I was losing hope. An angel came to me in my dreams. The angel and I sat on the mountainside, looking into the horizon, watched as the water flowed calmly. We were looking into the future at how my life would be at the end of this journey. When Jacqueline opened my healing session meditation, she brought me back to that exact place. Her voice made it so easy for me to surrender my soul and trust the process really to just trust in her. She described rooting my feet into the earth and setting forth into a river, allowing Mother Earth to heal me. Once she allowed me to finish the process of my own meditation, I was immediately drawn to the deepest prayer I believe I've ever spoken. Out loud, I was opening my soul through this meditation and falling deeper, asking for a healing. Once the meditation was over and Jacqueline called me to debrief, I was in disbelief to hear what she told me was called to her. Everything that I prayed for, Jacqueline mentioned, without, without me even telling her about my experience. She was even so in tune with my healing that she was able to describe the exact area of my body undergoing the most trauma, the emotions I felt since being diagnosed and dealing with the consequences of the diagnosis and experience. And lastly, she mentioned two things that allowed me to know that this was real. A miracle took place and I was getting healed. Jacqueline told me that she kept going back to the word trust. Trust is a word that I repeated during my meditation and prayer. She also told me that she felt my guardian angels around me. During my prayer and meditation, I called upon the angels and praised God for them. These are things that I never told her, but also things to which she shared through her Reiki healing gifts. Jacqueline is a true vessel by God who is going to go very far in life by not only helping and healing other people, but by completely altering their lives for the better, should they allow her to. I want to encourage people to be encouraged to not be discouraged, afraid, skeptical, or wary trying this process. I also want to encourage those who do try it to do so when it, they're ready so they may be able to fully allow her work within your energy. 
It was one of the most powerful experiences that I've ever felt. I felt the energy immediately, and I am so grateful for her works within my seven chakras. It was an emotional experience, but one I wouldn't change for anything. I'm so grateful for Jacqueline. She has touched my soul and helped better my life. When I read that, I was one truly humbled to be able to give that experience because like I said, this this isn't me. I'm a vessel of these gifts that I've been given and I just allow myself, I open myself up to allow the gifts to flow through me and allow the energy to flow through me to my clients and to this healing And if you're not fully ready to commit to a distant or an in-person, I just encourage you you to check out my classes and just test out the waters in that way and just sit with those meditation classes and just observe what you're feeling. And if you feel called to go further and to continue, do that. If you feel called to try this out on your own and your own meditations, do that. If you feel called to book a session, do that. This is your journey. And I'm just here along the ride, ready to help you on this journey. Should, should you allow me? And so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hearing this message. I hope that it touched your heart. I hope that it opened your eyes. I hope that you received information that you were needing to hear in this moment, in this in this podcast episode. And just a reminder that if you feel called, if you enjoy this podcast, if you will subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes, screenshot this and email it to me at lifereborn at JacquelinePage.com. I will enter you into a drawing for a free distant healing energy session. So thank you for tuning in. It has been such an honor to share this space with you. I send you with my love, light, and peace on your day.